Wondery Plus subscribers can listen to the CBS Evening News ad-free right now. Join Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. If I asked you how many subscriptions you have, would you be able to list all of them and how much you're paying? If you would have asked me this question before I started using Rocket Money, I would have said yes. But let me tell you, I would have been so wrong. I can't believe how many I had and all the money I was wasting. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over 500 million in canceled subscriptions. Stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. That's rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. Rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. This episode is brought in part to you by Audible, your go-to destination for thrilling audio entertainment. Whether you're looking for a hair-raising experience to enjoy while you're on the move or eager to dive into sinister and shocking tales, Audible has an exclusive collection of thrillers from best-selling authors that will keep you on the edge of your seat. Like James Patterson's first audio-only thriller, The Coldest Case. Experience stories like never before, where every chilling detail is brought to life by captivating sound design. Plus, as an Audible member, choose one title a month to make yours forever. And now, new members can try Audible free for 30 days. Just visit audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. Tonight, we're going to begin with some good news. A miracle landing as a medevac helicopter carrying a two-month-old baby crashes in a neighborhood and all on board survive. The incredible pictures tonight of the wreckage, how the pilot avoided power lines, buildings in a busy interstate, and crash-landed in the front lawn of a church. The best way to describe it is a miracle. Dr. Fauci fires back, tonight accusing Republican Senator Rand Paul of spreading lies that, in his words, kindles the crazies out there, talking about the threats against him and his family. He was going to Washington, D.C. to kill Dr. Fauci, and they found in his car an AR-15 and multiple magazines of ammunition. The nation's biggest cop killer. Why the pandemic made 2021 the deadliest year on record for America's law enforcement. North Korean missile launch. The questions tonight about why the FAA grounded planes in the West after Kim Jong-un's latest missile test. Dangerously cold temperatures, sub-zero wind chills for schools to close. The fight over voting rights. Tonight, the dramatic new step President Biden will take to pressure Congress to pass landmark legislation. And an update tonight on that story about a California chess program and how our viewers open their hearts and wallets to help change lives. This is the CBS Evening News with Nora O'Donnell, reporting from the nation's capital. 
Good evening, and thank you so much for joining us. We are following a number of major stories tonight, but we want to start with breaking news and what is a miraculous series of events. This afternoon, a medical helicopter in distress was hovering low above a densely populated neighborhood and then landed in front of a church. It is believed that the chopper experienced mechanical trouble and the pictures of the wreckage, well, they're just unbelievable. And yet we are learning tonight that all on board survived with non-life-threatening injuries. We're also told that the pilot was able to help the nurse and the infant get out of the helicopter after the crash. Well, tonight, that pilot is being hailed a hero. CBS's Errol Barnett is on the scene in Drexel Hill, Pennsylvania. Good evening, Errol. Good evening, Nora. Investigators will be here through the night figuring out not just how this happened, but how no one was hurt. When you see just how close the church structure is to the power lines, it is clear this pilot demonstrated remarkable skill. We're getting numerous calls on this. Just, they're saying by the Drexel Hill Methodist Church, appears to be a medical helicopter. It is being called miraculous. Four people surviving a terrifying helicopter crash near Philadelphia. This medical transport chopper heading from Maryland to Children's Hospital of Philly with a two-month-old baby girl, along with two medical workers and the pilot. Witnesses say the chopper was hovering low, avoiding electrical lines and this church before crashing into the ground. The best way to describe it is a miracle. Obviously, this pilot had a, a great command of the helicopter and was able to land it safely. He took the best interest of the community at hand to make sure there were no injuries, no uh, property damage. So uh, he did an excellent job. Had him hit a wire. Not a single bystander was injured, and everyone on board the helicopter suffered only non-life-threatening injuries. About 30 firefighters responded to the crash, expecting much worse. Officials say the chopper had about an hour's worth of fuel left, and crews took steps to prevent it from leaking into the water supply. Can't wait to meet this gentleman, shake his hand for getting this plane down, the helicopter the way he did. And there was a real rush of help by bystanders here. One witness telling CBS News her rideshare driver pulled over, got out to help, and was handed the two-month-old as people tried to extract the pilot. That child was then driven to Children's Hospital, or CHOP, as it's known here, Nora, which was its original destination. Such fascinating details. Errol Barnett on the scene. Thank you. Well, we turn now to COVID and the lightning fast spread of the Omicron variant and the strain that it is putting on America's hospitals. And at a Senate hearing today, America's top infectious disease expert, Dr. Anthony Fauci, got into a heated back and forth with Republican Senator Rand Paul. CBS's Elise Preston reports. As the Omicron variant wreaks havoc on our nation's health system, tension on how to handle the surge is spreading too. You are making a catastrophic epidemic for your political gain. So the you only have thing politically that, the only attacked thing that your can, colleagues. During a Senate hearing, Dr. Anthony Fauci accused Senator Rand Paul of raising political donations with personal attacks. That kindles the crazies out there, and I have life that threats upon my life, harassments of my family and my children with obscene phone calls because people are lying about me. 
Tonight, COVID hospitalizations are rising in 43 states. Medical centers are treating more than 116,000 inpatients a day, a 40% jump from just last week. And as COVID cases have quadrupled in about a month, the CDC is considering a change in its mask recommendations, backing N95 and KN95 masks, which offer the best protection. According to the CDC, a person wearing a cloth mask standing within six feet of an unmasked individual with COVID can become infected within 20 minutes, while it would take two and a half hours for a person wearing an N95 mask. Typical cloth mask might be 50% effective, and that was okay before. It doesn't seem to be enough with Omicron. So an N95 offer much greater protection. They're able to block 95% of particles. Still, there are signs that the surge of Omicron infections may have crested in the Northeast. The cases are slowing down. The rate of increase is slowing down, um, but they're still high. With testing among the first line of defense, at-home testing kits remain in short supply and testing lines long. Doctors warn, stay away from overcrowded hospitals. There's really no need to come to the emergency room just to be tested. You're gonna take up resources and space that are needed for people who are more sick. Starting Saturday, Americans can get reimbursed for eight over-the-counter tests a month through their private insurance. And a new real-world study shows the Abbott Vinex Now test is the most effective one. Nora? All right, Elise Preston, thank you. Today, the National Law Enforcement Officers Memorial Fund said that 2021 was the deadliest year on record for America's police. CBS's Jeff Pegues reports why. Bobby Williams and Sherman Peoples, Muskogee County, Georgia Sheriff's deputies, died of COVID-19 last September. We have 18 active cases right now. Muskogee County Sheriff Gregory Countryman says the virus continues to spread through his department, which is in a county where barely over 40% of people have been vaccinated. Not only are we fighting with the criminals, we're also fighting with this virus that's out there. Last year, direct exposure to the virus in the line of duty was the leading cause of death for police. According to the newly released law enforcement officers fatality report, 301 officers died from COVID-19 in 2021. That's a 65% increase over the year before. These seven states have had more than seven officer deaths due to COVID. But that's not the only reason 2021 was the deadliest year on record for officers. Last year, 61 officers were killed in the line of duty by firearms, a 36% increase over 2020. And 58 officers were killed in traffic-related accidents, 38% more than the year before. How would you describe those numbers? The numbers, quite frankly, are staggering. Former Connecticut State Trooper Troy Anderson says the total number of officer deaths in the line of duty should get everyone's attention. Has there ever been a year like this? There's never been a year like this. There's no. Never, no, numbers are up across the board. Figuring out what's causing all of these spikes in officer deaths will take time. But well, Sheriff Countryman has yeah. no doubt that one of the main suspects is COVID-19. When we increase fighting crime, when we arrest people, we can't ask them, have you been vaccinated? This is preliminary data. And so in the final tally, the number of COVID-related officer deaths in 2021 could very likely go up. This is some of the largest police unions across the country fight vaccine mandates.
Nora. Jeff Begays, thanks. Well, across the Northeast, this was the coldest day in three years, with wind chills making it feel sub-zero in many areas. Public schools were closed in Boston and other cities, including Syracuse, New York, and Burlington, Vermont, where the wind chill hit negative 23. In Ellenburg, New York, it was downright dangerous, minus 37. The deep freeze should begin to ease tomorrow before a snowstorm threatens the region on Sunday. All right, there is new information tonight about that deadly fire in the Bronx that killed 17 people, including eight children. The medical examiner says they all died from smoke inhalation. New York City fire investigators are trying to determine why safety doors failed to close, allowing the blaze to spread. And to Philadelphia now, where investigators say they're getting critical information from the five-year-old who was apparently playing with a lighter next to a Christmas tree that likely caused the apartment fire last week that killed 12 people. The fire chief describes the child as traumatized. Well, tonight we are getting our first look at pictures of North Korea's latest ballistic missile launch. And it comes after a mysterious ground stop by the FAA almost immediately after the launch. CBS's David Martin reports. The latest North Korean missile test conducted under the watchful eye of Kim Jong-un was never a threat to the United States. But right after it was launched, the FAA grounded airline flights at major airports in the West. From Seattle to San Diego, and from Las Vegas to Honolulu. Hold the gate. They have a ground stop for all aircraft. Right now, they said, don't let anybody move. Full operations resumed in less than 15 minutes, and airlines reported no major delays. But there were some confused pilots and air traffic controllers. Is it a security-related issue, or what, do we know anything? I honestly have been given no information at this time. I've just been given uh, information that we're in a ground stop. The North Korean launch was immediately detected by satellites. And within minutes, the North American Air Defense Command inside Cheyenne Mountain in Colorado had determined it was not a threat to the U.S. The missile traveled 400 miles in what North Korea claimed was a test of a hypersonic missile. So this is just a pretty simple ballistic missile, uh, and it's got a little warhead with fins that can make a little maneuver. Jeffrey Lewis is with the Middlebury Institute. It doesn't have anything like the range that would be necessary to reach the United States. It, frankly, it couldn't even reach Japan. North Korean missile tests are always cause for concern, but until now, they have not been cause for grounding airliners. Military officials say there was no need for the grounding. The FAA says it is reviewing its procedures. Nora? David Martin at the Pentagon. In the greatest democracy in the world, there's currently a fight about how we should vote, setting up a possible showdown in the Senate, where Democratic leaders are giving a deadline. Pass voting legislation by Martin Luther King Jr. Day next week, or rules in Washington could change. Here's CBS's Ed O'Keefe. Speaking from the cradle of the civil rights movement, President Biden today said the need to pass new voting rights legislation is urgent. I've been having these quiet conversations with the members of Congress for the last two months. I'm tired of being quiet. And he endorsed undoing the U.S. Senate's filibuster rule requiring at least 60 votes to even debate actually, certain yeah, legislation. To protect our democracy, I support changing the Senate rules. Whichever way they need to be changed to prevent a minority of senators from blocking action on voting rights. 
In the past year, 19 mostly Republican-controlled states have passed legislation that places restrictions on voting. Democrats want to mandate early voting and voting by mail in all 50 states and even make Election Day a national holiday. And a bill named for the late Georgia Congressman John Lewis would restore elements of the Voting Rights Act. Republicans nationwide are fiercely opposed. But make no mistake, Georgia is ground zero for the Biden-Harris assault on election integrity. Shifting his focus to voting rights presents risks for the president who needs support from Arizona's Kirsten Cinema and West Virginia's Joe Manchin. But they're resisting changes in the filibuster rule. We need some good rule changes to make the place work better, but to get rid of the filibuster doesn't make it work better. The president's inability to win over Manchin and Cinema frustrates Georgia's civil rights leaders like Cliff Albright, who decided to skip the speech today, saying Mr. Biden isn't fighting hard enough. You can't run on the presidency because you've got four decades in, in the Senate and then you can't whip two votes. That's, that's just not acceptable, right? The president insisted it can be done. Keep the Adding pressure on Democrats, some relatives of the late Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. say his federal holiday shouldn't be celebrated on Monday unless Congress passes voting rights legislation. The Senate Majority Leader said today he could hold votes on those bills as soon as tomorrow. Nora? Ed O'Keefe, thanks. With many school districts across the country playing COVID whack-a-mole between remote learning and in-person classes, some schools are taking classes outside. CBS's Mark Strassman reports. With wind chill, it's minus seven. All right, wind dams, are we ready? Have a be fun. Walk in the woods when you're a kid from Lafarge, Wisconsin. In this 9,000-acre preserve, this new kindergarten program embraces the benefits of outdoor learning. And discovered a pandemic safe space. At the peak of uh, an outbreak that we had, we had 28 active cases among students and staff. And how about in this program, how many kids? Zero. None. Coincidence? Probably not. No. <laughs> Across COVID America, 5,400 schools report Omicron surge has disrupted in-class learning. <laughs> but not in Portland, Maine. We are still deeply inside a pandemic and the response. So in that phase one of getting teachers and students outside for health and safety. Three more minutes of drawing. 17 schools in Portland built outdoor learning spaces, plenty of winter gear and Wi-Fi. 6,700 students K through 12 spend part of their day outdoors. That's also true in Lafarge, where kindergarten only looks like recess all day. Nobody's bored, not ever, not ever. And they're so joyful and healthy and happy. And do you think you learn more inside or outside? Outside. Because? Because there's more stuff to learn. Feel the wind, see the sun, dodge the pandemic. Mark Strassman, CBS News, Lafarge, Wisconsin. You need your textbooks and a pair of long johns. Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. 
Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Did you know that every year bank customers pay more than $15 billion in fees? Well, tonight, two U.S. banks are drastically reducing their overdraft charges. Bank of America is slashing the $35 penalty when people overspend to $10. Capital One is now offering free overdraft protection. Okay, tonight, the Georgia Bulldogs are celebrating their first college football championship in 41 years. They defeated the defending champion Alabama Crimson Tide 33-18 with a comeback rally that included a 40-yard touchdown pass thrown by former walk-on quarterback Stetson Bennett, the fourth. Congrats to them. We want to revisit a story that captured your hearts about life lessons and the game of chess. An update tonight from CBS's Jamie Yukis. Mm -hmm. That's the best way to play. Can you master life by playing a game? Yeah, very good. I'm glad. Damon Fletcher thinks so. He created Train of Thought, a program that brings chess to kids from some of LA's toughest neighborhoods. There are just so many children that stand to gain so much from the game of chess. Fletcher says chess saved his life as a teen, so he now uses it to teach life lessons to players like 12-year-old Andre. I really wanted to do this interview because I wanted thousands of people to see the big impact that chess has had on my life. After their story aired in September, <laughs> donations poured in, enough to provide every student a set to take home. And allow Fletcher to expand his reach to hundreds of thousands of students across the states and overseas. They're all incredible. Including training chess coaches virtually in Switzerland and Uganda. That's been a dream of mine, to be able to have an impact globally. What lessons do you want people to take away from you and your story? You've got to find a way to achieve your goal despite all the obstacles that your opponent is going to throw in the way. I'm a knight. <laughs> Knights in chess do not let obstacles stand in their way, no matter what. He's going to find a way. And if he can't find a way, he'll make one. Jamie Yukis, CBS News, Los Angeles. Checkmate. On tomorrow's CBS Evening News, could a vaccine help solve America's opioid overdose crisis? And a reminder, I'm giving blood this week to help with the supply crisis in America, and I hope you'll join me. We have resources for donating on our website, cbsnews.com blood. If you give blood, use the hashtag givewithme. That's tonight's CBS Evening News. I'm Nora O'Donnell. Good night. If you like the CBS Evening News, you can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Before you go, tell us about yourself by filling out a short survey at Wondery.com survey. Look around. You can find cars like these on AutoTrader, like that car riding your tail. Or if you're tailgating right now, all those cars doubling as kitchens and living rooms are on AutoTrader, too. Are you working out and listening to this ad at the same time? Well, multitasking pro, cars like the ones in the gym parking lot are for sale on AutoTrader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on AutoTrader. Just you wait. AutoTrader.